Retail metrics go in and out of fashion, but some key metrics are gaining more prominence among high-performance retailers. Attend NHPA's webinar on key retail metrics on Wednesday, March 17th to learn how to evaluate the success of your business by unlocking insight into employee productivity, marketing, and more. Hear exclusive insight from Jim Robish, senior partner of the Farnsworth Group, and discover how retailers are using key metrics to put their business on a path to success. Register to attend the webinar today by visiting yournhpa.org slash webinars. Welcome to another episode of Hardware Retailing's podcast, Tell Me More, hosted by myself, Renee Shagnon. In today's episode, I'm having a conversation with Ben Honeycutt, owner of Oak Knolls Hardware in Orchid, California. Ben and his wife, Alyssa, officially took over the business in June of 2020. Ben came from a background in the rocket business to entering the world of retailing and business ownership with Alyssa. Welcome to the podcast, Ben. Hello. We're happy to have you on here, and I'm just excited to hear your story. And um, before we really dive in to talk about uh, Oak Knoll's hardware, do you want to just introduce yourself a little more and um, maybe share with our listeners your background and, and what brought you to the hardware industry? Yeah, yeah, it's great to be on here. I appreciate the, the invite. Um, I came from the industry of uh, rockets. It's, I worked at SpaceX for about six and a half years. Um, I guess I could just rewind it all the way back. I mean, I yeah. worked, worked on cars most of my life. Um, I, I went to college for a couple of years. I just wasn't interested in it as much. So I joined the Marine Corps um, mm-hmm. in 2008. And uh, basically, I worked on F-18s, um, mm-hmm. anywhere from the actual airframes down to the engine, pulling engines out. Um, deployed a few times and then... Wind up getting out in 2013, um, and I moved up to Orchid, California, and started to work at SpaceX. Uh, That's so cool. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, I basically started out as a technician. Um, mm-hmm. I was probably just a technician for three, three to four months, then I became the lead technician. So I started out in 2013. The very the, the first flight I worked on was Flight Six. And that was their oh, wow. new upgraded rocket. And uh, it was the first launch out of Vandenberg, California. So it was great wow. great to be a part of that. Um, as soon as that one left, I, they, trans- they moved me out to Florida. For, well, I didn't move, but I went out to Florida for a, a long-term vacation, I, I would say. Uh, yeah. I started working. I worked three or four flights out there, and I came back in um, 2014. And met my wife uh, and just continued to continued at SpaceX. I, uh, when I, as soon as I, I moved back in 2014, they promoted me to lead launch technician. So I kind of oversaw all the operations, um, had a team of 15 technicians at a time. I would go from day crew to night crew. And that was wow. six years, six and a half years straight. It was day crew, night crew. Oh my gosh. So like one day you'd be, or one of the days you could be day and one of the days you could be night. It wouldn't ever be back to back. Hopefully it, it, it usually would go 
I mean, sometimes it was a week. You'd work a week a day crew, and then, oh, hey, we really need you on nights, so we'd go to nights. But I really did enjoy it. It was fun. I I got to learn. I got to meet a lot of great people. I got to learn a great, great deal of experience from SpaceX. Yeah. Um, so, like, have you always been fascinated in you know space or different things like that, or did how did you even like how did this op- that opportunity kind of come about? Was it from your experience in the Marines, and then you just kind of kept exploring, or like? Um, I've always been interested in space. I really have. I, Ever since I was a kid, I just wanted to be an astronaut. That's like everybody's dream job, be an astronaut. Yeah. So I, I was always intrigued. I never thought I would ever work for a company. I, I was, oh, maybe I'll work for NASA one day. But I didn't think I'd ever get there because uh, I grew up in Kansas. and Okay. Uh, so I just pictured myself never leaving Kansas and never have an opportunity to work in the aerospace industry. Um but when I that's got like a- Dorothy, but you're you're the opposite of Dorothy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so when I when I got out of the Marine Corps, I was down in San Diego, um, and I was, I was looking for jobs. I wanted to stay down there. I enjoyed it down there, and I saw mm-hmm. a job that said aerospace aviation mechanic. I'm like, okay, this looks interesting. I put my resume in. I closed yeah. my laptop and I started to leave the house, and a phone my phone rang. Wow. They said, hey, uh, we got your resume. We're really interested in you. We really need some help. Um, this guy's going to call you tomorrow. Um, he'll talk to you and see if this is something that would work out. So, okay, that's, that's great. Sounds cool. And then the next day, this guy calls me. He goes, hey, you ever heard of SpaceX? I'm like, nope. What is that? <laughs> oh, you should watch it on YouTube. We're doing some cool stuff. All right. Yeah. I said, where's the job at? He goes, it's in a town called Lompoc. Where is Lompoc, California? You had to pull out your Google Maps. Yeah, I had to, and I looked it up. I'm like, okay, this seems like a nice area to live. So, But I wound up moving to Orchid instead of Lompoc, but I just wound up working on BASA. But they mainly hired me because of my construction background. I used to work on construction equipment before I before I was went into the service. So they liked my hydraulics. Um, they liked my technical aptitude. So That's pretty cool. So... Um, so after six years with SpaceX and, and doing some of those different things, what, what, what made you decide to look into uh, like a complete career shift and say, okay, let's, let's stop launching rockets and, you know, do something in a completely different industry and get into retail and all that. Was it like, was business ownership something that you'd always wanted to do or kind of what led to it? Yeah. Business ownership was always on my mind. Uh, when I was getting out of the Marine mm-hmm. Corps, I was doing classes for entrepreneurship. Um, I, my plans were to move back to Kansas and open an automotive shop. I just never, never came to it. Um, yeah. And, and I, when I left SpaceX, actually, I didn't jump right here to the hardware industry. I actually stayed in aerospace for another year and a half. Uh, okay. I went over to a company called Firefly Aerospace. Okay, I haven't heard of that they're, one, but a, I'm sure it's yeah. They're a new up-and-coming rocket company, smaller, smaller vehicles, um, smaller payloads, uh, mm-hmm. more cost-affordable for for the satellite companies to launch. Yeah. Um, but when I was at SpaceX, I told myself, you know, I think I want to I want to buy a store, buy, be my own business owner. So my neighbors. Yeah owned Oak Knoll's hardware and I'd always shop here. I'd always come here first. Yeah. And I just remember them saying, you know, oh, I can't wait to retire. Uh, it's going to be so great when we live in North Carolina. 
they just told me they were getting ready to retire in the next couple of years. So I talked to Alyssa. And I'm like, I think this would be fun to do. Like, why don't we own a home? Do you think when they shared that with you that they would have thought that you would have been interested in buying their business? Or was it just like, oh, we want to retire. We're just trying to figure it out. And you're like, the wheels start turning in your head. I don't think they ever thought I would buy it. Like they had a couple people mm-hmm. lined up, I, I believe. Um, yeah. But they knew me. They knew who I was being the neighbor and knew, mm-hmm. knew my attitude towards towards businesses. And I'm just so eager to learn stuff. And they always thought I could take this store to the next level. But and we started chatting now two and a half years ago. We started chatting about it. And then it came down to it. I was like, you know, about a year in, I was like, hey, I, I really want to buy this business. We're, let's start talking. And so we, we did and numbers were great and everything looked good for us. And we were supposed to close February or no, March of 2020. And then boom, the world changed. What was, what was your wife, Alyssa doing? And like, how, how did the two of you kind of, cause it, it, that, that's a decision that you had to make together to say, let's open a business and go for it. Was she, was she really excited for that too? And kind of how, how was that decision together to do that? She was a little nervous at first. Um, yeah. She was skeptical. I had, we, we went to a couple meetings with the financial advisors and talked to a couple people about being business owners. I mean, we current, we, we were already owning our own businesses, one already, but mm-hmm. it was kind of slow because of the pandemic. Yeah. She was just real nervous about it. So then when they handed you the keys and it was officially yours, was that like a, like an interesting feeling or being like, okay, like we own a business now. Let's figure it out. Oh, I felt amazing. I felt, I was like on top of the world that day that I took, took ownership. I mean, it was the greatest feeling besides meeting my wife and having our daughter. That's having the business is number three for me. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, It's your next baby. Yeah. Yeah. I found an article about you guys. Um, it might've been from like your local paper or something, but I saw that she had, does she still have the wedding and events rental company or is that something that, cause you said you guys were business owners already. Is that something that's kind of been folded into what you do now or what kind of happened with that? And did that teach her anything leading into this, into your current business? Um, we still have the business. It's not really part of this business at all. She, she came from a company uh, in manufacturing called Helical products and she okay. kind of fell into the marketing department and was taking care of all of their marketing. Um, she she does she does a really great job with our with the, the wedding and event rentals with marketing, and she that well that pretty much brought her into doing everything for the store. So everything on Facebook, everything on Instagram, uh, the website. She's she's kind of taking taking the reins on that and, and doing it all. Once you guys decided to go ahead and, and open the business, um, as you mentioned, you opened it during the middle of a global pandemic. So um, what what has this experience been like so far as from a, from a learning perspective? And did you do a lot as far as kind of learning the ropes with the previous owners before it was like officially your guys's um, before Oak Knolls was your store or like kind of what was the process like before it was officially yours? Yeah. So the process before I was, I was coming here working sometimes on just Saturdays and then Wednesdays here and there when I could. 
Um, we kind of kept it all quiet. The mm-hmm. employees just thought it was just another employee. We didn't want to really blast it out to the town that they were selling. So I was coming here working, and she was. The owners were showing me how to do certain things, and then I would, at night when the store closed, I would do as much research as possible at the store, and then I'd close the shop and leave. It was up until... Were you there working in the business when, like, mid-March stuff started going on with, you know, COVID-19 and everything? Yeah, I was working here in March. Um, We were supposed to take over in March, but the owners pretty much said, you know what, let's hold off. Let's see what this pandemic does. We would rather take the hit than to see you fail as soon as you take over. Yeah. So I worked there for about two more weeks in March, and then I kind of just pulled myself out because... I worked on base and the, the whole pandemic, nothing, no one knew anything. So I was kind of being cautious, especially around my yeah. child. So I basically held out for at least two months and then I came back working for him again. Um, up until m- May, mm-hmm. uh, I was the, the second weekend in, in May, I started working here full time with them. And then that's when we started telling everybody it was going to sell. I'm a a pretty quick learner, so they showed me as much as they could. And then I was basically kind of showing them new stuff. Uh, Yeah. They were kind of, they they were enjoying it. And they, they were happy that they sold the store to me. They told me, you know, they think that I can make, take this store to the next level. And just seeing all my creative ideas and what I've been doing with stuff. So it was, it's, it was fun while they were here. I really I, did, I, I enjoyed working with both of them. Have you had any days where you're like, oh my gosh, what do I do? I need to give them a call and be like, what would you do in this situation? Or you probably, from your experience, from your past experiences, you have to be able to think quick on your feet. So you can't, can't always call someone from before. But have there ever been days where you're like, I wish I could just give them a quick call? Yeah, I was doing that. I mean, I, I did that a couple times, I'd say two months ago, where I had a question because I just couldn't figure it out. I haven't bugged them since, but yeah, right, right in the beginning, before they moved to North Carolina, I would, I would call and they run down here to the store and show me something or come down and help me. And then when they moved, yeah. I, was, I was like, okay, it's time to do a couple things with the books. So show me, show me what I got to, how do I pay sales tax? How do I do this? So, yeah. so they would, she would webinar me and we would work, work together on it. But no, I mean, for the most part, they were very helpful with everything and I learned quite a bit from them. So then when you took over um, the business, like what was kind of the reaction? Is Orcutt a pretty small community or like what's the what's the area like? And cause you were like, we had to keep it hush hush. And you know, what was, what were people's reactions? And then um, it sounds like you were able to, were you able to keep the employees that were already there? Just tell me a little bit about that experience. Yeah, so Orcutt's about 30, thousand people but it okay. feels like a very small farm town it's, it is a farm community i mm-hmm. i every time i'm out in my vehicle i see i'll see somebody i know so it's kind of got that hometown vibe kansas city uh, yeah you just know everybody um there's a lot of new houses going up in the area it's great getting to know all the new customers when i see them come in I, i'd say about two-thirds of them i i'll say hey jeff or hey tom like I know who they are now, so it's yeah. that's a great feeling, and those they they appreciate it. You know, 
they like to be recognized. The uh, the employees, I kept I kept them all. Um, they've been yeah. super helpful. They all wanted to stay, uh, and I actually had to hire four more. Okay. I had one point ten employees. I'm down to eight now. Is that bad? I don't count them all the time. No, it's okay. <laughs> but so, so you were able to bring new people in and keep the ones that were originally there. And yeah, did it, were any of them like, oh, like super excited because they'd already been working with you a little bit here and there? Or what was kind of the reaction when they heard you were going to be taking it? Yeah, over? they were super excited. Um, they already saw how well I worked. You know, just I like to get stuff done. I don't. I know when it's, I know when to joke around and I know when to be, be serious. So they really, they like that. Um, yeah. I mean, they all, it's a great, it's a great group of people. It, I always, every time I have a, a job, I, employees that I work with, I think of them as a family. So mm-hmm. we'll go out well, right now. Can't, but we'll go out and do stuff. I, I think all of, I don't think any of us thought that this would still be, you know, going on in February of 2021, but um, it's kind of wild. So was it nice knowing though, at least that with the home improvement industry, you know, being considered an essential business and, um, at least in the beginning, it kept the business open and uh, were you guys busy or what was, what was all that like? It was busy. I, yeah. I mean, I shopped here quite a bit and I'd come in here and there was always at least two or three people standing in line when we took over. It, it, almost instantly it was like six to ten people stand, waiting, waiting yeah. to be helped or asking questions. You know, it, I saw an up, uptick. The, everyone's at home. I read an article, you know, the uh, homeowners nowadays, they're sitting there staring at that little hole in the wall. They want to fix it because they've been sitting inside for two days. Yeah, you notice things more. Yeah, so there was definitely... The, the pandemic really upped the industry in hardware. So your wife grew up in Orchid, right? Yeah, she's born right. So and so, did she ever go to the store when she was like growing up and stuff, or was it something where she is she as big of a hardware buff as you are, or how's that kind of been? Uh, I don't, I don't know. She shopped. She might have shopped here a couple times. I know she's enjoying it here. She's kind of the one that going out looking for new stuff new products to bring in. Yeah. Um, she, she, she puts a good touch on, on, uh, at the store. She can, uh, pick some stuff that would be great to bring in. And I, I like it cause I don't have time to do everything. So. so what are some of the things I know you said that you've kind of, you know, since you came in, you've already been making changes. What are some of the things that you've been implementing? And like, do you think it was just stuff that when you knew you were taking over, you had like a list of things you wanted to do or to try out? Well, there's definitely some products we wanted to bring in. We wound up moving moving stuff around a little bit, and uh, we noticed an in- increase in sales on certain items uh, mm-hmm. just by just by making it more uh, displayed more right in the front of the store. So we we did our our touch on stuff. We updated the interior, still working on it a little bit. Um, gave it you know just gave it a facelift, fresh coat of paint, new signage. I'm, I'm always looking for new products. The, the hardest thing we've had to do so far was this wasn't Ace Hardware. And the day oh, it yeah, was. the day I bought it, okay. it converted to a do-it-best. And in the middle of a pandemic in a purple-tier state, uh, travel restrictions were were, were none. So, so yeah. the, the do-it-best uh, conversion team helped me out remotely and sent me the stuff and 
the, all the equipment, and, and uh, I wind up hiring some high school students. And we we came in here at night and retagged the whole entire store. It, it took us three, four days to tag the whole, wow. whole entire store. So that was the toughest part of this whole job. Was was doing the transition from one from one co-op to a different. Yeah. One. So the store originally in night in like 1968 it op- it opened up as a movie theater. Yeah. Really? That's and cool. I got a newspaper article of when it was a movie theater. It was probably 68, maybe 67, somewhere in there. Um, it didn't last that long. We, I hear the customers come in all the time and like, you know, I used to come here and I'd pay 10 cents to watch the show. Or 35 cents. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Was it like a single, like, like a single, because like, I'm trying to picture a hardware store that used to be a movie theater. I feel like movie theaters are huge. This, or was it like just a single, single screen? Um, they they yeah. watched Jaws, Night of the Living Dead. Like these are back back <laughs> when they first came out. Uh, yeah. And they had a little, like, so you walk in the front door, it's all glass. Um, you walk in mm-hmm. and then there was a, there was the ticket booth. And then on the right was the restrooms. And on the left was the popcorn and candy. And then there was a wall, and you'd walk in, and the floor started sloping down where all the seats were. And okay. uh, yeah, I mean that was that was what it was. And then in nineteen, maybe it was sixty nine, the store actually opened, or seventy something. The store opened up. Uh, two local or uh, a local couple bought the st- bought the movie, the, the building, and turned it into yeah. Ace Hardware. They opened up the first Ace Hardware in the in the area. And, Okay. Um, that lasted for, I don't know, maybe eight to ten years. And then the mm-hmm. previous owner, his dad bought bought it in 1978 and changed it to Oak Knoll's Hardware. And, but it was it was still well, it was an Ace Hardware, but it was Ace Oak yeah. Knoll's or something. They put a they put a floor in, raised raised it up, put shelving in, and all that stuff, and then. Jeff, Jeff and Denise, the previous owners, they changed it to officially just Oak Knolls in, in, in 78. No, I'm sorry, in 90, 91. And that's when they went non-branded. So um, has it been a learning curve, like learning the retail side of business? Or it sounds like you've always been interested in working with your hands and doing stuff like, did you do a lot of DIY projects and things around the house before? Yeah, I've always done projects I, i'd help my uncle my grandpa we built a, a house We've always wow i've always had fun doing that kind of those kind of projects i pretty much remodeled my house um i have i have i'm not the best i don't know everything on houses because the codes change constantly so uh yeah but i i know my way around and fixing stuff um and if i can't figure it out i'll I know where to go to figure it out. So uh, the hardest thing was I didn't know anything about retail. So that was the learning, the learning yeah. curve for me. And I'm sure you're still, I mean, because June wasn't that, I mean, when we think about it, June wasn't that long ago. So are you still kind of in that process of like learning stuff as you go and kind of just figuring out as you go with, with owning and running and managing people? Well, you already managed people in very high stress situations so that you kind of had checked yeah. off, but um applying it in this business i'm sure was just a a different a different experience yeah. i guess it's been tough trying to cram seven months worth of data into uh, one little spot in your brain 
Um, mm-hmm. I I have learned quite a bit. Uh, I don't I don't know it all in retail. I'm still learning stuff. I'm just, you know anytime I get an article in front of me, I read it. I'll, I'll read it, see what I can learn learn from it. Um, yeah, I'm I'm still finding challenges every day. Well, hopefully you're reading your hardware retailing magazine. Are you guys getting the magazine to the store? Yeah. Where did my last one go? I had it here. There's there's plenty of opportunities and and I'm sure someone will listen to this and go, you know, maybe someone will reach out and you can connect with them that way too. But that's the thing I think that's so cool about this industry is that um, and with our association, our goal is to bring retailers across all the wholesalers and co-ops. We want to bring people together and give them a chance to get to know each other and, you know, really help each other because independence we're, our goal is to help the independents continue to, to thrive and, and be successful business owners. Yeah. So, so what's the store like? Like, I know you said that you're adding some new categories in and you've done some remodeling. Um, what are like kind of your top categories? And I, I kind of have a visual for the store. It sounds like, it, cause you said it's in the building that used to be the uh, movie theater, but what's the, what's the kind of, like how big is it and that type of thing for anyone who's listening. So the store's uh, 6,000 square foot box, a rectangle. Um, 5,000 okay. 5, of it's retail and then the other thousands upstairs um, office space. Okay. Um, you know, when you walk in the door, you got Traeger on the left, you got Yeti on the left, and then on the right, it's just really nothing. Um, you keep going in, There's mm-hmm. we sell steel products. Um, and you start going in down the aisles and hardware and tools and outdoor stuff out the back. Our top category is right now is outdoor, outdoor supplies. Um, I see a lot more of that than anything. Um, but we got one product that we sell the most of, the gopher hawk. There's a gopher problem here in Santa Maria. Interesting. That's a... Is that through Do It Best? No, it used to. It was through Ace Hardware. They they're in the warehouse. Okay. But uh, yeah. they're not in Do It Best warehouse yet. I buy it direct from the manufacturer in Ventura. Um, okay. It's a great little gopher catcher. Um, That's so interesting. I never heard of anything it, like it's, that. I mean, we. I would say we sold because you said you're out. You're out in like kind of a more rural area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we had like we sold like three thousand last year. Oh my gosh. It maybe. I mean, I was yeah. making an order every week of 36 of each one. That's yeah. wild. Um, it's it's uh. crazy. I and mean, we sell those quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, outdoors is the top seller at the store. We'd like, we're, we'd like to expand. Um, I'd like to have mm-hmm. a bigger garden section, bring in some more steel products. Um, I'm right now, I mean, I'm still new to the industry, but I'm always looking, I'm, I'm looking at other buildings um, yeah, I'm already thinking about opening another store. Would you Would you open in the same community or somewhere like maybe a town or two away? Or? I'd open one, probably down in Lom- in Lompoc near the base. Um, mm-hmm. There, all they have out there is a Home Depot, but it's on the other side of the town. So, I'd open one on the opposite end. Do you mainly work with? DIYers? Do you work with the pro, like the pros? Do you have like accounts where people come in and get get stuff from you guys, or what's kind of your makeup with with your customer base? Um, I'd say 
I want to I want to try to reach out to more of the contractors. We probably have like five percent of our customers are contractors. Five percent are yeah. probably the farmers, um, and the rest of it, ninety percent DIYers. Um, I'd yeah. like to reach out to get more. I I did a story actually a couple of years ago out in Florida, and it was a retailer that um, worked with. They did a lot of stuff as far as contractors, and they actually worked with. Um, the space station and we actually went and got to tour the space station not related to that just because we were like oh maybe we'll use it for the story so i'm i'm assuming that's the same place that you yeah. were at which is pretty cool yeah so it was awesome i mean we're we were going into this hardware store in florida and you you hear a loud noise and look over oh okay another another <laughs> rocket's taken off i guess but um that's in Cocoa but Beach. yeah i mean i think yeah. so i think it was uh it was it wasn't Cocoa Beach, but it was close. Like it was you could see across the water. Oh, yeah. Um so I'm trying to like visualize, but it was it was really cool getting to go and getting to tour go to the to the the space station and getting to tour everything. So it was, it was really cool. But yeah, I spent a lot of time out there. About, well, I mean I feel like we've so we've talked about, you know, taking over the business, um, but I think what I was, the last question I was starting to ask is just like, what is your relationship, I mean, with your, the previous part of your career, and would you say some of the things that you learned from being in the Marines or working with SpaceX, have, have you taken some of those lessons and things that you've learned along the way and applied them in your business today? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go back one thing, like, I, I yeah. thought about it, like, you know, maybe I could get the store where it's operating on its own and I'll have a manager and then I just go back to the space industry and work. I've called my friend up before yeah. and said, Hey, come on. I got two days off a week, Sunday and Tuesday. Let me come work for you on Tuesdays. Hire me part time. Like I, I yeah. do miss the space industry. I, it's always going to have a part. It's always going to be a part of me. So I, I really enjoy it. You go, you go to my house, you go to my office. I got space stuff up everywhere. Um, yeah. Maybe one day I, I highly doubt it. I would, think Alyssa would be very mad at me and when she hears this yeah. when she hears this part she'll be very she'll be mad at me but it, you know if the store <laughs> ever could I, I'm sure it could run on its own um, like a well-oiled machine but I, I would like to go back someday but right now it's not the time next five ten years yeah so I, I do miss it I, yeah I, I think about it I'll watch the, the launches when I can there was one last night I'll I'll talk to my friends at the company still and sometimes I'll go out and see them because I got face access. I'll see if they need anything from my store. So um, you and your wife have a daughter. Is she? Does she come into the store? Oh, yeah. She's two years much? old. Much? Does she like have a little area that she hangs out? No, no, uh, no. She well, yeah. She'll she'll come running in, and she's only two, and she'll go, "Hi, Hal," or she'll talk. She knows every all the employees, and then she'll go behind the counter Aww. and grab a grab a sucker, and then. I want to go upstairs oh, so or cute. go run the aisles and play with plungers. Oh, I love that. That's so cute. Yeah. So she'll be she'll be like a a kid growing up in a hardware store, learning learning everything as she goes, yep. which is pretty cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, is there anything else we didn't get to like talk about that? I know we talked about your employees, and it sounds like you guys are have a good relationship with your employees. Um, is there anything like in particular you're looking forward to with uh, the business and things that you want to do in the next few years um, and even just 
the industry in general, your thoughts on the industry so yeah, far? The industry is great. I mean, really, like I said before, I'm really enjoying it. It's, it, it is demanding. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, what I've been trying to do the most is all my experience with SpaceX and Fireflies. Uh, our goal is to automate everything, you know, make mm-hmm. it streamline it and automate it. And that's what I've been trying to do here at the stores, figure out ways to streamline processes and automate them. And I've done quite a Do you have an example of something you've been able to do? Like, I'd love to know an example of like one thing you've been able to kind of do that with. Um, well, right now I'm still trying to work on, um, I have, I bought a bunch of these Amazon dash buttons a long time ago and, uh, I'll mm-hmm. reprogram them to send emails. Um, when you press them and I was yeah. doing that at, uh, one of the aerospace industries where I, I bought some of those and tried them out and tested them out. They never got anywhere cause they're kind of expensive, but you can figure out ways to make, make them cheaper, but basically yeah. you just program it to, to say you're out of a product or better yet, order you a pizza. Um, I've yeah. done that <laughs> where you press it and it'll order you a pizza. Um, Oh, that's so cool. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to automate things like that, like stuff that's not on the floor is stuff that we use to when like, we do screens here and not all, not every week I'll go check to see if we have all the stuff we need. So if I put buttons in, it, it just when the employees out of them or close to out of them, he can press it and it sends me the reminder email or better yet. it just So it's not like even though it's an Amazon button, it's not going to send something to Amazon. It's that you were able to hardwire it to send you reminders or different things that you have to get yeah. done. Yeah. That was the first iteration was the, the, the Amazon Dash buttons. But now you can just buy them. I think they're just AWS buttons. Just like, and you can program them to do whatever yeah. you want. And now I just do them to, to do orders. Like I've had them set up yeah. just so it will send me an email. Hey, you're low on this product. Uh, there's that. And I put a time clock in because it was just all manual time keeping the floor and it's all automated now where it, it'll send the, the time reports every two weeks to QuickBooks and the QuickBooks will automatically pay everybody. Uh, I mean, it sounds like you have a, you have a very, like you're able to think through things and like think of like workarounds or ways to get stuff done quicker. Yeah. Um, which is, which is ideal. I mean, get stuff done quicker and then like you said automate it then you're not as having to do as much it's like if you if there's a way to do that why wouldn't yeah. you so yeah i think the next i'll do is, is is store electronics like all the lighting and stuff i'll start automating all that stuff where nice like the clapper yeah on and off yeah clapper <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't even know do they still have the clapper i think you, I think you can still well, buy it yeah. it's either that or it's you can just tell alexa to do it yeah. Well, I almost said that. And then I was like, mine in the background, I'll be like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> well, it's been so cool getting to talk to you and like learn more about, you know, your, your adventure and you're going from one vastly different industry to the next, but taking things that you've learned from that and applying it. Um, is there anything you'd want to share with our listeners or um, any advice for someone who's listening, who's like in a completely different field and is like considering getting into the hardware business? Like, any thoughts for someone who's a, taking a big leap of or a career change? Um, if anybody's doing that, I would say go for it. It's yeah. take a chance on it. I mean, I I 
I did, and it's I'm enjoying it. I really am. It's 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 rewarding to help, being able to help a customer out and helping them with their projects. And you've done it before, so mm-hmm. sharing it, all your advice with them, seeing that smile on their faces, it's kind of nice. That's my reward at the end of the day. So um, definitely. And for any other advice, you know, I'd say if anybody's got any advice for me, feel free to reach out. You know, let me know. I'm a, I'm, I don't know it all, and I'm still trying to learn it. And there's better ways out there to do things. I'm all ears. I'm, I want to listen. Yeah, for sure. Well, you always have a resource with our association. We have a lot of great things. We have uh, further educational opportunities too. So if you, it sounds like you like to learn. So if there's ever anything with that you want to learn more about, you know, we're here. And there's, um, and then I'm sure once travel is kind of more normalized and people are getting vaccinated and everything's just kind of back and back to quote unquote normal times, I guess. Um, you'll probably get to go out and go to some of those do it best shows too. So yep. I got to take place in the one last year in February. Oh, you yeah. did. Cool. That was fun. So, so what'd you think? I, of it? I liked it. I really was enjoyed it, it. Was it your first time to Indianapolis? That, that's where we're based. Our headquarters. Yep, that was my first here. time. Um, it was great. Cold. Reminded me of Kansas. It was, it was yeah. nice. Uh, yeah yeah but no i i really enjoyed it i met some cool people awesome well um i hope to meet you in the future and get to meet you in person but um it was great having you on the show and i'm sure our listeners will you know enjoy the episode maybe you might have someone in in or cut or driving through say i want to pop in and and check out the store yeah i really appreciate you having me